Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Does it catch you off guard anymore? Every every day. <laughs> hey, what's good? Every time. What's going on, everybody? I'd like to welcome y'all back to the Step Brothers Podcast, episode 65. Yeah. Uh, first smack back, got a nigga to back smack. It's your boy, Chris, <laughs> a.k.a. the Big Kahuna, a.k.a. I don't like fish nor tuna, a.k.a. Uh, yeah. these bitches talk about me. You know what we call those rumors. Uh Shit, the chip on my shoulder about the size of a tumor. Um, <laughs> my hair is in a bun right now. Nigga look like a kuma. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to try to do something different every week. Uh, okay. What's up, though, Dalton? I don't have no rhymes. That was. I'm a rapper, baby. That's debatable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Starting hot today. Hot um, it's Dalton Smith, a.k.a. Danny Phantom. You know what I'm saying. Um. I cried when Cam Newton's foot got fractured. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm about to go out of town, so you're not going to see me for a while. But you don't ever come out of the house. I do. You just don't be at the spots I'll be at. Oh. <laughs> Look, man, um, it's just the two of us today. Back to the essence, if, as Dalton would like to say. Yeah. Um, the beginning. I don't know. My week... Uh, uh, the week's been better. Okay. Last week was, you know, okay. Yeah. We had a good. We had a good pod last week. We did. Um, a lot of good feedback on that. A lot one. of good feedback on last week's pod. Um, they, love, they love drunk Hennessy Chris. You know, today we on Dosakis. We didn't have. We've been running around today. Um, by yeah. the time this come out, it'll be Monday. It's way too busy of a week <laughs> to do all that. Right yeah, now. we were gonna try, but yeah, today's Saturday, right? Yeah. Yep. So Davika's birthday. Shout out to Davika, which is uh Ridgewan's girlfriend. Um we're gonna go to some bar tonight and drink and do do all that stuff. So uh-huh. this is myself in the past telling myself in the future you shouldn't have drank that much, man. Yeah, on Monday you'll hear this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying I'm gonna feel this shit tomorrow. <laughs> but um yeah, uh Dalton has a new job opportunity. 
So we're going to. I know. What? <laughs> oh, you don't want me to say that? No, it's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. That is your business, right? No, that's fine. I just feel like every time I tell somebody you got a new job, like my dad or something, like, damn, you got another job. I don't know if that sounds good to people when they hear, like, damn, he keeps switching jobs. As far as, like, that, my, like negative connotation, not like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, um, sure. I know that you personally just move on. But to no. other people that don't know, they're probably thinking, like. Sure. I can. Uh, sure. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> sure, if you look at it, like, face level, if you just say it like that, like. Yeah, Dalton got a new job. Yeah. Like, it, it's going to sound like. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, did he get fired? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's how. So, yeah, you're right. to be clear, I never get fired. Never. That's never, that's never a thing. All right. Um, it's just, I'm always open to new opportunities. Mm. Um, I, I generally find most places I work are temporary pit stops trying to find the one that fits me. Right. Um, at the time you're in your culture, life. culture fit, all that good stuff. Um, you know, cause life changes constantly. Constantly. So, um, you know, so let's be honest. Um, I've been looking for work from home stuff for a long time. Right. Like a long time. It's very hard to get work from home. Um, the Not comp- as easy as they make it seem. The competition is very fierce. Like the companies are like generally pretty small. So they'll get like 500 applications and can hire one person. So you got to like really stand out. So you, if you get an interview, you kind of like be like, oh, I actually got an interview. Most of the time you won't even get an interview. Right. You might you might get that generic email response. Um, it's been a long time for me. Um, I work for a lot of great companies. I, I've, I, I like, you know, I like the thing where I work for a lot of companies, though, because I learn a lot of different shit. Right. I kind of see a lot of different industries work. Right. Um, And it's never personal. It's never like I'm like, I fucking hate this shit. It's just uh, somebody offers me more money, mm-hmm. so I go for that. And then oh, and then when I get there, they're, they're either, one, not what they kind of said it was going to be. Right. Or um, I'm just not really feeling it, or the commute's too far after a while, or... um. There, there's a lot of politics involved at the job, so things like that. But I've, I've really just been fighting to get work from home for a while. So I finally got that opportunity. Uh, it was a very long process. It took four weeks to get hired. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very long for me. Um, I'm not jobless, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, I have a random thought that just popped in my head. Okay. Do you know how mysterious Brad Pitt is, bro? No. Have you ever thought about that? No. He doesn't do a lot of movies. I don't even know what he sounds like. Does he sound like uh, Inglorious Bastards? No. He don't sound like that. Do you not know what Brad Pitt sounds like? Have you watched any of the Oceans movie? That's his real voice. Oceans. Oh, you know, I never really got into those. I know you told me to. Yeah, I should I, I, watch them. But, um, no, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, he is he is an enigma, man. Where did this come from? I don't know. Because I was, in my first thought, Oh, for our listeners, I popped the Adderall last night, 30 milligrams. Horrible idea. <laughs> I haven't been asleep. I haven't eaten. So my mind is all over the place. Okay. And my mind, I was started to ask, I wanted to ask, and I don't even know where this came from, um, who's a better actor, Leo or Brad? Okay. But then I was like, damn, I don't really recall Brad being in that many movies. Even if you do count all the Ocean movies, like, he hasn't been in a lot of films. No, he has quite a bit of films. Really? Under his belt, yeah. More than, not more than Leo. Uh, 
mean, Leo's pretty selective with his. Oh, movie. you know what? I just thought about it. That movie with like, show me what's in the fucking box. Yeah, that was a good movie. I actually read a, a fan theory about that movie that it was set in that um world could have been set in Gotham or some shit like that. Okay. I thought Interesting. it was yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. <clears throat> but anyways, random thought. Like I said, Brad Pitt is still an enigma to me, though. I don't know why. I, I just don't know. He's just an enigma. He's just an enigma, man. I don't even know if that nigga real. Oh, he real. <laughs> he definitely left. Uh, he definitely left Jennifer Aniston for Angelina Jolie. Angelina. That's a real story. Yeah, I guess he has adopted several children from foreign countries. He left Angelina Jolie as well. Correct. Or they separated. Uh huh. That's wild, man. Breaking up is hard to do. Yeah, two baddies, though. <laughs> I'm sure it don't stop there. Oh, no, nah, definitely doesn't. Brad Pitt's a good-looking guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> 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 here, he's about to go woke. That's fine. <laughs> but anyways, um, so like Dalton was saying, um, he's getting ready to depart. Well, man. yeah, uh, so for the work-from-home shit, yeah. I got to go to some uh, corporate training. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a long time. Oh, hello. He got a call. I I was like pocket dialing you, bro. It was an accident. Yeah. What are you doing tonight, though? <laughs> Man, come on out uh, for Deb's birthday. She got a she got a section. Who's all going? Uh, club three oh six oh six three oh. Ah, uh, just I feel you. Well, I feel you, dog. It's a private section. It is. A, it, it. She does have her own section. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but shit, huh? We have to be at the club by eleven. Uh, she got a hotel room as well, so we're gonna pop up there at ten. Then probably like ten thirty hit to ten thirty ten forty five head to the bar, club whatever. <laughs> That's a no. That's All a right, Jesse. No. It was, <laughs> thanks for calling back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. We'll holler. All right, bro. Love Jesse. Jesse made an appearance on the podcast. <laughs> Man, a few words inadvertently, but he's on here. <laughs> I definitely called him twice while I was trying to call you when we were in uh, Urban Outfitters. Wow, okay. Because y'all um, are next to each other and my favorites on my thing. Nice. I can't change it or something. Um, but back to what I was saying. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so I will be gone. Uh, I got to go to Atlanta on Monday, which is the day this episode comes out. Mm. I'll be on a flight to Atlanta. Mm. I'll be in Atlanta from the 2nd all the way to the 13th. Damn. So... Um, Basically, we got to record an episode today, yep. and then a, we're gonna record a um, like a special episode that'll be at the following Monday, because I won't be able to record while I'm out there, mm-hmm. and then uh, I'll be home that weekend to record, and then I got to go to Houston for a week. So, to be honest, uh, it's a slow news week. I mean, yeah, what all really happened? The uh, there's a couple of NFL trades, but. Uh, that's not really that big. Of oh, deal. oh boy! Did we talk about that last week? Oh boy, who? Uh, that play for the Colts, I think. Oh, we kind of got it on the. We got it while it was the episode was going on. Remember? We oh, okay, like, okay, okay. But we didn't really talk about the aftermath of it. Yeah. Um. So Angelic retired. 
He's my age. Really? Yeah, he's 29. They say his body been through the motherfucking shredder, though. Bro, he's been hurt, like, for the past four years. I, bro, football. Yeah. I, I, I know, he's been hurt for the past four years. So, oh, basically. Nice is where it stops. First off, I don't get why the man had to explain himself for retiring. If you want to retire, you can retire. Yeah. In football, you can retire after one year. I know players that retire after three years. This shit is terrible on your body. Especially as a quarterback, you get hit more than anybody else, them are running backs. Um, but th- this team, this fan base was literally booing him as yeah. he walked out, which is fucking sickening. I cannot believe that shit. Bunch of white people, man. They booing this man. <laughs> Who was their by far their best player? Mm. By far, uh, Peyton used to play for the Colts. Yeah, like that was his lifelong team. Or he was there until he was the Broncos. Okay, that, and then he, but, won a, he won a Super Bowl in Indianapolis and in Denver. But he only won two Super Bowls. Yeah, that made it seem like Peyton Manning was the quarterback. At one point in time, like Peyton Manning's cold, bro. Peyton Manning's cold, bro. To only win two rings, though. First off, he didn't have Bill Belichick as a coach, and then two, he didn't play for the Patriots. I ain't talking about. I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, other franchise, but I'm talking about there. When Little Wayne was dropping all the droughts and shit at that time, Peyton Manning was that nigga. He was. I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out why though. Like, he, was he? He's he's consistent as fuck. He's hard as shit. A nigga do Papa John's and he's nationwide cold, commercials. He is so cold, I'm trying to bro. figure out. Cold blooded. Okay, I believe. But Andrew Luck was cold. Okay. Um, but basically, his the fan base booed him. We got people online calling him soft and all this shit. Bunch of old fuck niggas. People that could never play in the NFL. That's a fact. Not even fucking close. Um, are criticizing the man for making the choices best for him. It's his life, bro. If he wants to retire, so be it. He literally said, the pain in my body is taking the joy away from football. And so, that's when so, it's time to go. Yeah, what? there's no point. Then he's just, is he just he's not going to just play for money. Like, he's not going to enjoy it. He's not, and his body's just tarnished. He wants to be able to walk when he gets older. Yeah. <laughs> this, man, this man literally played with a punctured rib. Throw, throw the football to his son or daughter. Yeah. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck these. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Jay-Z said it best. They love you, then they hate you. Yeah, and then, again, like, so. but then... He he has to stay to make the fan base happy. Nah, man, Suck fuck that shit. Y'all back. Y'all don't pay his bills. Y'all are not his health. So yeah, yeah. like, yeah, fuck y'all. Um, yeah, uh, shit. I mean, I'm not. Him, yeah, I'm not the most athletic person. You know what I'm saying? I could I could run a a, a, a mean 100 dash in my day, but <laughs> I urge all athletes to do what's best for y'all, man. Because he's at the end of the day, man. Um. Uh, one of the songs Don put on the uh, the playlist last week. Rich boy, wait, did did you put that? Yeah, you put. Let's get this uh, money or paper. No, I didn't. I no. put boy, look at here. Oh well, <laughs> sorry. Rich boy has a song on his debut album called um, "Let's Get This Money or Paper." I, paper. I never, let's get this let's paper. get this paper. And uh, after each verse, there's someone speaking some gospel truth, and the guy, one of the, uh, the guy on one, um, after one of his verses were, was basically saying like, you look at this player like. You don't own your name. You don't own that jersey. Like, your name's on that jersey. You don't own it. Like, from that point on, I always knew, like, man, fuck this shit, dog. These niggas don't really care, bro. It's all about capital at this point. Well, it's always been about capital. Capital. Uh, American society, we're capitalists. Like, it's we can't escape that shit. Like, 
that's who we are as a people. Oh shit, that's something pivotal that happened in my life this week, Dalton. Um <laughs> I said the more you know. Um <laughs> I was watching a Breakfast Club interview and a a Democrat Republican was uh on there. A Democrat Republican? Oh shit. Democratic uh nominee? Nominee, okay. yeah, that's what I meant. Excuse me, I was the uh I don't know. Anyways, I want to vote. This would be my first time voting, but I want to vote for her. What was her name? Uh, Marianne. Uh, Marianne Williamson. Something about her, man. I feel like she's telling the truth. I feel like I feel like she. I don't know, man. I I never wanted to vote before. Not even for Obama. Sue me. I didn't want to vote. I just. But now I guess the older I'm getting, I realize like. I don't know what these people do in their offices. I don't know what decision. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, who they saying fuck you to? None of that. But I would like to know that whoever is in control, at least, like, I kind of trust. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're, my my future, my kids' futures, my kids' kids' future are in these people's hands. Well, I'm going to tell you something that, you know, I learned start since I vote and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Look, at the end of the day, you got to look at the whole package, right? Like, um, and then, it, then at the end, um, you're basically picking the lesser of two evils because all politicians are corrupt. Something different about her, though, bro. Okay, that's fine. But she seems a, like there's always underhanded shit you'll never see. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, but she just reminded me of a. Um, a school teacher that would let you stay at the school because she knows your parents are home type shit. That's what I got from her. Okay. You know she, what I'm saying? She has, has a warm feeling. Yeah. She got a warm feeling. Like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like she has this country. I haven't heard of interest. her. So yeah. Well, um, what state she from, uh, you don't remember? No, okay. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I just, once I watched that interview Yeah. and I was just listening to the things that she was saying, even how she was conducting herself, like, she wasn't reaching like Hillary did with the hot sauce in the bag and all that shit like last year or was that or the year before whatever the, the, the last, last election. election I'm sorry y'all and then like doing the Kamal Harris like, all that shit like I nah, eating a pork chop yeah nah <laughs> like she seemed like she looked like she got a little soul in her like hauling oat soul you know what I'm saying like okay I, I don't know, man. Some it just made me feel good, and I and uh, I know everything. Be, I don't want to be too political, but I'm going to register to vote, and she's going to get my vote, whether she wins or not. Because I like, I like. Well, she has to get to the nomination, but I feel you. You know, Nick. I don't know, Nick. I just got in this. You know what I'm saying? I'm on, this, I'm on my third day out here. I only been for like three days. <laughs> no, yeah. so they'll get nominated to be on the primary, so then right. you can vote for the people in that primary. So I think she got. She's not in this round. I think she got booted out or some shit. She was saying, but she still has a chance to run or something. Okay, uh, so it's some shit. I again, no sleep, no food. You just have to send it to me so I can watch it. It was uh, very informative. Again, the more you know. So, um, you know, I actually want to get to that fan question right now. Okay. So uh, if you don't mind, it's just from a fellow producer, DJ. Uh, he used to play quarterback back in the day as well when we were in high school. Oh yeah, yeah. He goes by the name of DJ Ice Will Boyette, Boyette, Boyette. Shout out to Will. 
uh-huh. uh, DJ Ice. You put his whole name out there. That's my nigga. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so he, he commented on Instagram mm-hmm. to our what would y'all like to talk about. So he said producer royalties and how producers should move business-wise is his topic. Sticky. It is very sticky. Um, let, let's just speak from experience because <laughs> that's all he can't do. Okay. Um, very first song I did for someone else that I was going to get paid for was <laughs> Came Down for Chash French. Y'all go stream that on all streaming platforms. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, was, a, that I, was one. Again, I'm just, I didn't know shit about shit. Dalton, Dalton was the person I went to any before I signed anything. Um, if I'm correct, because I... I'm still a little, eh. When you're a producer, you get 100% of that, like, production shit. And you get a little bit of writing credit as well, if I'm not mistaken. Can you confirm nor deny? <laughs> okay. <coughs> well, um, you said 100%? Nah. I mean, unless, okay, for instance. So there's two, there's two types of thing on a song, right? You get... The actual recording of the song. Right. Then the lyrics of the song. Right. The production is not a separate category. Well, what I'm saying is if I went on BMI right now mm-hmm. and let's say you, me, Ridge, and Jonathan did a song, but I was the producer. <clears throat> yeah, we would negotiate a split. But I'm t- I mean, I can show you my <laughs> shit. I don't know why. I don't know if that's publishing and I don't know how yeah. BMI. I don't. Even I don't know everything right now. All I do know is make sure these niggas sign papers. Yeah, you got to get that in there. Um, is I'm poorly um doing this by the way. So all I do know again that upfront shit like I'll pay five hundred dollars here there. That money's not the money that is going to get you to the next point in your life. Signing, um contracts and um making sure you're publishing and your royalties all that shit is um uh all the i's and t's are dotted and crossed like i am registered under bmi and tunecore which are separate entities correct like tunecore deals with they they're doing your 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 publishing part so they like they're they're the one gathering the stuff right and sending the information to bmi to yeah so um and I get ba- paid from both parties because it's two different things. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would just, again, either, I don't know if I, hmm. one of our other producer friends actually has a lawyer that looks over everything that he does. Also good. So good it's just, it's a shaky business because if they can, if they can get it for free, they will. We all have heard stories about, um, Producers not getting paid. Or only getting paid $500 up front, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Part Partly is, is partial because... So how that's supposed to work is... Right. It's, it's like any contracted thing, right? So I pay you for the job you're going to do, which is the upfront fee. Mm-hmm. The percentage on the back end is your royalties for how the song performs. Because you took a part of the song. You're in there. Like, so... If I rap and you produce it, you're half of the song. Mm-hmm. So you should get half of the money. 
You should. Yeah, you but, should. But that's not always the case. Not well, always should. the case. Um, and that's a lot of things that people don't realize. They see like people paying them like, oh, you're going to pay me a thousand bucks for a beat. Right. And then you get a thousand bucks, but then you realize like, oh shit. This thousand is over with. This song <laughs> is now like streaming. Even if it's not like a mega hit, like if it gets 10,000 streams a week, that's money you're missing out on. If it gets put on any type of playlist, mm-hmm. you're missing out on Buku. Buku. Yeah. And I don't know, man, like, it's so it's so it's 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 weird unless you're Russ it does everything himself yeah yeah I'd be a Russ because most of the songs that I personally have published are with people that I actually can walk up to and shake their like we're friends or have some type of mutual thing like it wasn't no industry shit yeah they they can't disappear on you yeah you know what I'm saying (laughs) they can't um so it's a little bit different um I know DJ Ice, he's he's working with particular artists right now, grooming them. Yeah, Whether yeah. they want to call it that or not, I mean, that is what he's doing. Um, he's yeah. an artist named 12 Gauge out of um, Grand Prairie, I believe. Okay. And um, he's 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 doing this he's doing this thing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I see him all the time on the on Twitter. So I'm sure, you know, Will being Will or DJ Ice. I'm sorry, Will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure, you know, they had something set up prior and then, you know, all the back end shit is what he's focused on. But getting paid is definitely the hardest. It It's like um, Sunny Digital just did like a little um, town hall meeting about this shit. Um, and everything he said, I was like, preach, because I went through those same things like, all right, um, this lady's not in the office. She actually switched departments. All that shit, trying to get paid. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, it's literally $500, bro. Yeah, producers get neglected more than anybody else. Neglected, bro. And it's and it's crazy because I, like, it's so, like, it's simple. It's basic math. Like, he would not have made this song without this beat. Like, this happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's performing well, pay all parties. Simple. Because no matter what, the manager gonna get paid. You know what I'm saying? And what the fuck is he doing? Essentially. Sign that paperwork. All that bullshit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that shit matters, but nine times out of ten, bro, like again, it's tricky when your friends are the people that you're working with. Cause a lot of your friends do have your best interests at heart, but you also have to take into account that a lot of these motherfuckers don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Business is business though. So yeah. You gotta you gotta know when to handle your business. And a lot of times, like, um, you're going to have two things that can happen with you as well. So if you're working with, like, a, somebody who, like, hand, knows their business, generally they're not the one that's screwing you. It's usually their team that is. Right. Because they, the artist is supposed to just be the artist. They don't right. need to focus on the back-end shit. That's not really their, their problem. That's supposed to be taken care of for them if you're, like, you know, t- if you have, like, a team behind you. Right. They're supposed to take care of all that back-end shit for you, so you just you know, move on. So, like, if someone's not getting paid, it's generally not them being like, yo, don't pay Chris. It's just because, like... Shit the, gets mishandled. The, the team is like, uh, so we paid him $500. We're going to just uh, move on from here. He never signed for royalties, so... Oh, no, nah, you know, we signed in every... I know, yeah. I know what you're saying. Though. But that, that happens, or you're working with a dude who does all the shit himself. Yeah. And I'm going to be 100% real with you. Rappers are the cheapest people on the planet. Yeah. So, um, 
they'll hit you up stupid amount of times. Yeah. Hey man, how much for a beat, man? I love your music. I want to. I want to work mm. with you. You know. You how see. much? How, I see it all. I still get emails about the stupid ass shit. I delete them every day. Yeah. Because I ignore shit like that. So. I hate I hate ugly emails too. That's like a pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you give me like a long paragraph about how you're so Chris is like an inspiration and all <laughs> this shit, and then I tell you uh, how much you want to spend, and you're like, oh, can you give it to me for free? Um, all shit like that, but. They're going to email you, DM you, whatever. They're yeah. going to blow you up, gas you up. I love your shit. Then you're like, okay, well, here, either you're going to be like, here's my rate. You know, here it is. Right. And this is what it is. Because, you know, you you charge what you're worth. I also say this. Relationships matter, too. Yeah. Um, which is one of the points I was trying to make earlier before I fumbled the ball. Um, there's an artist... That, uh, that who you know shit's real, regardless yeah. of what anybody says. Yeah, like, there's artists that hit me up and be like, hey, bro, like, let me hear some shit, send us some shit, all oh, like this one, how much? Like, bro, just, you know what I'm saying, throw me something. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. And that'd be that. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's cool, too. But, but I'm just, I'm just uh, the grand scheme of production, producing, like, the like these People got to understand, like, there's there's so many sides to it, bro. Yeah, there is, but I, I want to let these, I want to let rappers know and producers that this happens to, that this is not just y'all. Right. So people, this happens with just art in general. People yeah. that do paintings, yeah. that do artwork, it happens to everybody, right? right? Um, Which is why some people are start get so apprehensive about answering DMs and stuff right. like that. You're like, well, fuck you, you didn't answer my email. Right. Well, f- do you know how big his inbox is? Like, do you know how many times he's been hit up? He's probably been burn too many times to not want to answer this shit, especially how you address somebody in a DM. Right. So if you're like, yo, I really want to work with you. Um, you know, I, I, I know for sure I'll, I'll blow up if we do a song together, I can get you the money then. Like, that's not a guarantee, bro. It's not. I got to get paid for the work I do. That's now, nice. if we, if we chop it up, we have a mutual understanding and we're like, you know, I, I fuck with your shit too. You're dope. Okay. Here's some of my shit. Let's see what you could do with it. Then we'll talk some more after right. you do a couple of tracks. Right. That's whatever. Right. But if they're just coming up, they write you this long ass paragraph of some bullshit, which is generally what happens. Yeah. They'll hit you with the I, hi. I'm just gonna pretend I'm the rapper. I, I literally had people go to SoundCloud and rip the beat. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, bro, if I wanted the beat ripped, I would have kept the shit off private. Like. <laughs> I don't even know how you pulled that off, but um, yeah, because you can't technically download it. But I don't know. How there's there's stuff you can download online. But I'm a complex person when it comes to music. I feel like I can't necessarily turn anybody away who feels like they have something to say. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But let's I, let me let me be two different rappers, and then we'll yeah, do it. yeah. So, so here's rapper one. Right. Okay. DMs Chris or emails Chris. Hey man, I've been following your music stuff for a while. I'm really, I really, really like it. Um, I just want you to take a listen to my, some of my music, see if you like it. If you right. do, I would love to work with you in the future. Wait for his response. He, the, I. That's hard for me. I don't. I, I don't. I don't listen to that shit. <laughs> like I don't listen to it. Like okay. Nine times out of ten. But was he rude? No, he wasn't rude at all. And then here's here's rapper two. 
Hey, yo, Chris, my name is Dallas Smith. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Actually, I'm the best rapper in Dallas, Texas, and I'm trying to work with you. I, I promise you, you're going to be famous if you work with me. Nobody fucking with me in the Dallas area. I see you work with all these people. I, I kill all of them on, on tracks. I don't even need to listen to my music, all right? Just send me some beats. I'll kill it, and then we'll go from there. Chris will probably be like, um, all right, how much do you want to pay? Pay? <sighs> I'm doing you a favor by type rapping shit. on your beats. Type shit. <laughs> type shit. Niggas told me when I make it, you'll make it. Oh, okay. Like, All right. But I hate when, and the, and the worst people are, is I'll, you get paid in promotion. Fuck you. <laughs> you can't pay in promotion. Yeah, man. Fuck you. <laughs> they told me, uh, I'm going to start getting money off the fact that I produced this song and people are just going to come running and hit me up. I get why they thought that was going to work, but nah, that's not how that works. It's not going to work. Me and Miles actually had a conversation not too long ago about why um, he wasn't getting as many, like, I want I don't want to word this wrong. I guess, like, local placements when uh-huh. he was still here. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, bro, you're fucking super Miles. Like, you're intimidating. Like, people don't want to just hit you up because they feel like, Nigga did shit for currency and Wale and all this shit. Like, niggas not finna hit you up for a beat. Cause they probably think you're a real well, Miles is an asshole, but they don't know that. You know what I'm saying? So, or they probably do think that. But anyways, like, we had that conversation and like Miles wasn't Miles is not like the friendly producer that tries to work with everybody. Oh, absolutely not. But at the same time, it he like I, I don't know. Like, again, that ego shit, not saying Miles had this problem. I know I specifically had this problem, like ego shit. Like, I don't feel like I had to hit niggas up. Like, they should come to me early, like early. I'm not that way anymore, but I was because I just felt like, you know, niggas ego. Like, nigga, I'm the best. I do this shit. Like, you hear this shit, nigga? No, I can do this, nigga. Come on. Which is true. Nobody can do what I do, but it's all about, like, being humbled about it and and your approach. But as far as selling beats, bro, I told plenty of people, like, I do not want to sell beats anymore because of the business, because how long these, like, uh, label people take to pay you. Like, it's discouraging. It makes you feel like, damn, is it going to be like this every time? Mm -hmm. I have to have, like, a top 10 hit to get some fucking respect. Like, it's just crazy, which is why I salute producers like... uh, J808s and um, Bino and Kyle, shout out to KB and Miles because the there's like their little circles that they work within are going to keep them working. Like they don't ever have to worry about not working. Oh, because, KB's good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. All these people I named are good. Yeah, but it's like I don't know, man. Like. You just see different shit in the like Twitter sphere, like A and R's want to be the rappers now, or producers want to be where the rappers are now. It's like no nigga, like all these individual people work hard to get one song, just one. We not talking albums, we not talking one song. just one song to be something like great or bigger than what, it, or big as big as you expect, like hope it to be. Like that shit, that shit get discouraging, bro. Yeah. So. To all my producers, even um shit, Donnie. Um I'm drawing a blank. 
um John Wing, uh, blank. I don't even know how to pronounce his um his his name. Patilo, Patilo, Patilo. Uh, Patilo. <laughs> yeah, I know you what I'm talking about. Yeah, he know what I'm talking about if he listens. But anyways, um, I know this shit get discouraging at times, bro. I just urge like any creative to remember why you started doing it in the first place. That always will be home. Everything else is like, I don't know, a new restaurant, a new pussy. You may like it, you might not like it, but you always can go back home. You know what I'm saying? Home will never leave you. And um, shit, a lot of producers are starting to rap on their shit. Like Sunny Sunny Digital is starting to rap, sing on they his get, own they shit. They get inside of the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? This <laughs> like bullshit will have you doing some shit like that, but it's a catch twenty two. Like, man. I've been making beats this whole time. I could have been rapping this whole time. Now I got to catch up. Well, if I don't be as big. Because, no, look, I don't care if you're Isaiah Rashad. I don't care if you're Andre 3000. Yes, you have a core audience that you want to reach. But you're not doing this to push a fucking rap for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody is doing it to push a rap for. That's fact. Like I know maybe Andre 3000. Maybe. This nigga playing flutes in airports and shit. Maybe. Well, that motherfucker's rich forever. Yeah. Like, he's already good, which is why he can... Yeah, you're he can, absolutely he right. He can do shit, whatever he wants. Yeah, but and but it's not all about monetary gain, but we cannot separate the monetary gain from the art. Like, that's they go hand in hand. Yeah, because, I mean, you don't want to do something for nothing. Right. And then it... And you also... You know, you want what it's worth. It's it's just like if I draw a painting for you, right? I'm gonna have a set price. I this is my price. My price is my price. It's not a fucking flea market. We're not gonna bargain. <laughs> yeah. I drew the picture. I did the work. This is how much it cost. Yeah. You don't go to fucking Best Buy and say, "I really like this TV. I'll take it for five hundred dollars off." They're mm-hmm. gonna be like, "Nigga, get the." F- they're gonna be like, "Look at this. Look at it." They're gonna be look at this price tag. Yeah. That's the price. That's it. That's it. Ain't no more in the back either, nigga. Will that be cash credit? We rep the same smart tech. Both of us. <laughs> nah, I could I could talk about this music shit all day. Easy. It's just too many it's too many variables when it comes to it. Like being independent. Brandon, shout out to B. Anderson. Uh he just dropped that OMG video. Um if oh I haven't gosh. seen it. But um he was just on IG yesterday talking about basically how artists approach him about doing work but he had, he had hit him up like a few months prior yeah but things had changed so he was like look what's what's your what's your budget what you working with and he was like that's not long story short but um every day and this is really in any field but we're talking about music so let me keep it music you gonna get thrown a curveball every day in this shit dog yeah every day and Again, remember why you're doing this shit. Let that be the reason you get up, sit at your computer to edit photos or mix a beat or work on some vocals or fuck with them scratches or whatever the case may be. Because at the end of the day, I mean, that's your purpose. You wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't. So, and you know those, and you know if it's your purpose or not based off of literally are you doing it or not you know what i'm saying like you could wake up you could wake up one day look at your tools that you would use and just keep going and that just becomes the norm and then you just start to think like damn i haven't touched my my canvas in like 
six months. Do I really want to do? I don't think I want to do this shit. And you don't do it anymore. Niggas, I don't know, man. This shit, I could, bro, so many loopholes. This shit's spiritual too, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of, it's just a lot of different energies when it comes to that music shit. Any creativity, it's a lot of different shit. Like, niggas, I don't think niggas really pay attention to because of the lifestyle. The lifestyle really ruined um, music, <laughs> in my opinion. It really did. I did see a tweet the other day that, I saw a tweet the other day that kind of made me mad. I don't know if it was from Punch. I think it was from Punch. TDE Punch. Yeah. He was like, we got to start rapping about something other than, I'm tired of hearing the same music, like watches and cars and blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I'm like, damn, nigga, like, you sign all the niggas that don't rap about that shit, though. Like, so when you just listen to them. Yeah, I think it was making like a blanket, blank statement. I get it, but I, that's just, I don't even, I need to figure out what type of person I am. And then do research on those type of people. Cause I'm 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 real different when it comes to shit like that. Seeing some shit like that, it shouldn't have made me mad. He, like you said, it was just a blanket statement, but I literally was like, nigga, what the fuck you talk? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like You do have you do get mad at random shit. Though. Random though, bro. It's wild. And, and everybody's like, What <laughs> are you talking about? No, bro. And you just, just get you get mad about it. I don't know. I need maybe I need an interview. You have different right? triggers. Everybody has different triggers. My triggers shouldn't be triggers, though. <laughs> but anyways, it's cold. My kneecap's cold. Man. It's very cold in here. But I can't do nothing about it. Must be some Toros in the atmosphere. <laughs> Bring it on is a classic movie, bro. Hell yeah. 20 years, bro. Damn. That shit fire. You know what's so good about that movie, bro? It wasn't like another teen movie. No pun intended. Like, it was, it, it still was grounded a lot. It was grounded a lot. You know what I'm Some saying? Good shit. Yeah, it was very grounded. They got racial stuff in there. Yeah, uh, class, um, class. Good choreography. <laughs> choreography was great. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a good movie, man. It was a great movie. I definitely fuck with that movie. Shout out to them. Shout out to Gabrielle Union. Yeah. Shout out to her. Yeah. Shout out to Gabby and Kirsten Dunst. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was in the movie. Yeah, she was in the movie. <laughs> Honestly, bro, she she doesn't get enough credit because she wasn't like the it girl. You know what I'm saying? No, definitely not. Like she shouldn't have like I don't know if it was her acting or maybe like the quirky girl next door thing. I don't know, but like she wasn't like you know what I'm saying, like that bitch back then. Like she was like everybody liked her, but she was no Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of weird that they. I don't. I'm trying to think of like another person that they. I can't think of another person right now. I'll explain later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So the topic of this evening, um, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, that's the biggest thing that happened this week. To be honest with you, it's been a shit show, to say the least. First of all, but that's the point. Is this his best stand up? Mm, that's hard. It's definitely between killing me. Is that the yeah? That's the kill, one. Killing right? them softly. Kill, killing them softly. And then, yeah, that one's see because we got two different Daves though. Yeah, we have pre we have pre Chappelle show. Yeah, and after Chappelle show. Well, he already started filming Chappelle show. Killing me softly. He was like on season one or two by then. 
Okay. But I, I think that Dave, that, like the, the shit he was talking about, was kind of edgy for it, but it wasn't as edgy. Because no, it definitely wasn't this kind of. It shit. wasn't this edgy, yeah. but it was edgy. But back then, it was okay to be edgy. He matches the the time period though perfectly, bro. I watched that. I watched his new stand ups on Netflix. Sticks uh, and Stones. Sticks and Stones. Yeah. Perfect title, because he's literally saying a bunch of words he knows is going to offend people, but. It's definitely the best of the three Netflix specials, for sure. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. He was in rare form. Yeah, but he he definitely... Um, he broke all... Barriers. Like, his very first joke was this, about... No, the very first thing he said was, Anthony Bourdain killed himself. Yeah. That's literally how he starts the show. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, we're going there. No, I was like, we, oh, we here. We yeah. we already in. There's <laughs> like, no, you didn't ease me into this. Not at all. You hit me with a Mike Tyson uppercut already. And the room is spinning. Um, I love this. I love this stand up. Um, to me, it's not. There's parts that you laugh about, but it wasn't. It was base. It was just social commentary. Yeah, like it was just shit. Everybody thinks, but nobody's gonna say. Because of this PC culture and all that shit. Yeah. Um, I think the two big, well, it's really one. He's still being attacked about his philosophies, for lack of a better word, about the LGBT community. <laughs> okay. Okay. He went to say um, that he was doing a Chappelle show and he had a skit where he said the F word. Not fuck, but the other one. I don't, I'm not going to say it. Why? He said faggot. Oh, okay. He said he said what Don said. I just and don't want to offend anybody. No, we're not saying it in a bad connotation. We're just saying what the word he said. I guess. He said faggot. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, so okay, I'll tell the story. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Jesus. God damn. Right. I, okay, go ahead. Look, I don't ever use the word. I'm just saying that's the word. So... He basically had a skit right. that used the word faggot in it. Uh -huh. And then he basically and like he explained every network has a a team like a board that has to that reviews all the content and they hit up hit you up if you go too far. Right. So they hit him up because he was like, if you do a spell show, you get hit up a lot. So he went down to the thing. The the chick was like, Hey, this the skit has this word in it. We can't say that. So he was like, Cool, all right, I'll I'll remove it. Fuck it. Right. Whatever. But, but but while he was walking out, he was like but, you know, uh, one thing before I leave. Why can I say nigger with impunity? Yeah. And she was like, well, he's, well, because she was like, you can't say that because you're not that. He, he, uh, she was like, well, Dave, you're not gay. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not a nigger either. And everybody laughs. Now, people took that and made it sound like he. <laughs> Look, man. Words do have power. Um, like Jay Z said that in one of his interviews back in the day. Words have powers. They do have power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <sighs> but you clicked on his fucking face, man. He said, he said, that, said to, that. Like said, you know. He said if you if you decide to get offended, remember you clicked on. You my face. watched this whole hour to find something to be mad about. That's that. That's that's what a lot of things I saw on there were like. Um, 
Because a lot of people I follow love this shit. Yeah, right? so, everybody I follow loves it. But they yeah. were retweeting the stuff that negative people were saying. Yeah. And they were like, y'all literally watched the whole thing to find something yeah, to but, complain about. But see, with Dave, you know it's coming. Yeah. So then people start taking shots at his genius and it, but then, saying he has nothing else to talk about. Or he's old and washed up. Yeah, like, bro, no. Y'all like this shit. Y'all have a job to do. And I get that. So y'all have to do y'all job. But there's no way. Where this nigga started talking about Michael Jackson and Macaulay Culkin and R. Kelly Look. and buying the shotgun because of dude and all. Like, there was parts in this shit that you just, like, you're there. Like, yeah. how they say Rick Ross shit, like, is visual. Like, everything Chappelle says is visual. Yeah, you, and it always has a social construct to it in the background. Yeah. And also, the whole, the entire point of this stand-up was mocking cancel culture. Yeah. It literally was like, he was just trying to mock everybody that cancels people yeah. for negative shit. So he was literally going in the whole time because he knew people were going to talk about it. Yeah. And it, it, us talking about it doesn't hurt him in any way. Genius. Exactly. He's a genius, bro. He already got paid for already it. Already got paid. Netflix green light. He, lit, know, he knows who his audience is. Yeah. We listened to it. We liked it. Um, And the whole point of comedy is to laugh at shit. Yeah. That is the whole point. Yeah. You know, he the thing with Dave though, he educates and makes you laugh. Yeah. Um and I and I enjoy every every minute of it, you know. I personally feel like again, this is his best stand up simply because of the time and the fact that <clears throat> I don't know if he can hide behind his comedy mask when I, what I'm about to say. He was fearless, but if you know you're just telling jokes, are you really fearless at that point? You know what I mean? Like, if this is what you came to do, you know you're telling jokes. Jokes. Can someone refer to you as being fearless for telling these jokes? You know what I'm saying? I mean, because, you know, some some people would be too scared to make jokes like that. Yeah, that's Especially true. nowadays. What right. I, what, like what he said, what happened to Kevin. Yeah. So, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Uh, um, so, he, you know... He was talking about shit, you know, that was like, at the time, that was like five years ago. Right. Those tweets surfaced. Uh, and he even made it, like, a made that into a light situation. Right. People, he was like, people are complaining about the tweet he said five years ago about if his son showed any, like, homophobic tendencies. Right. Smash the doll. Doll has over his head. Yeah. He was like, do y'all believe that? Like, he was like, no, because it's obviously a joke, because the effort that would take yeah. to make happen. He would have to go to the store, buy a dollhouse. And then smash it over. It. Yeah, it's a up. joke. Yeah. So, <laughs> but of course, you know, us being us in this day and age, everything, every everything's a think piece. Right. Everything. Every and and I hate when people make stuff deeper than what it is. Literally, nigga was telling jo that Jesse Smollett shit he did. Oh, flawless, flawless victory, dog. Bro, I was I was <laughs> like, I it took me like two two times he said it, and I was like. Don't tell me he's saying it. And then he <laughs> right. said it, and I was like, bro. Yeah, because he was calling him Juicy Smoulet or was some like shit. The, a very famous French actor. I was like, what? Yeah. He's like, y'all didn't hear about this? The one in Chicago? And yeah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, nah, that's even about a lot of people were upset about him saying that the opioid crisis and how it's doing white people is the same way crack. And he was like, I don't give a fuck either. Like, y'all didn't give a fuck about us. Like. Dave is definitely talking to our group of friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. diverse, open thinking, mm -hmm. like, 
accepting of one another, know that there was bullshit like with Ridges Country and sure there was bullshit with just, like we just are, are aware that we come from fucked up situations. We're friends, we're gonna make the best of life. We found a common interest. Chappelle show was funny. Um what was the movie he did? Um well, Half Bake was funny. We like Dave. Let's watch this Dave shit. We did it on New Year's when he dropped the first one. Yeah. We all came to the apartment, watched the first one. Dave, like you said, Dave Chappelle knows exactly who his audience is. He knows who he's talking to. Well, actually, he's talking to everybody, but he knows who's going to accept what he's saying as jokes. Or even deeper, he knows who's going to hear what he's saying, find the irony in that, and keep moving. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, oh, I never thought about it like that. Keep it moving. Yeah, it's also comedy, bro. He didn't literally go up there and just berate the gay community yeah. for an hour and a half. That's straight. what they, if you, shit. Let Twitter, Twitter will tell you that he did, though. I know. <laughs> and then he was in Atlanta, one of the gay capitals of America. Yeah. And, he's, and, he, and, he, and he mentioned that, too. And the room was dying. Yeah. Laughing. Yeah. Because he literally said, a lot, of, a lot of gay people are here tonight with their wives. Right. So, like. A lot of, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and he didn't just talk about the gays. He talked about every single one. Every yeah. letter. Every letter. Yeah. Uh, he talked about every race. He talked about. He didn't even really touch on politics, which was, again, when he did the little impression thing, when he was like. Uh, the Constitution one? No, the other one. Yeah. He the, was the, like. Uh, duh, yeah, uh, yeah. And everybody was like, Donald Trump. Donald he, was Trump. Like, he was like, no, that's you. That was like, ah, this nigga's like that. That I know I said the other part, but that part I was like, oh, yeah, like he's on some other shit. It was beautiful, man. I love that. I love that. Stand. Like I said, I watched it about eight times already. I fall asleep to that shit. I recommend like, if you haven't watched it, watch it. Yeah, I'm sure our audience will definitely. They probably like Dave Chappelle, our audience. Shout out to I, our I haven't, audience, too. I haven't personally known anybody that didn't like it. So. Yeah, I don't know anybody that personally didn't like it either. I referred it to people. Because I, I saw hella people on my timeline just going, like, laughing about it. Like, yeah. Like, because even before I watched it, people were tweeting about it. So I was. This is definitely his best stand-up, though, as far as. But that's the thing. I feel like people people almost want knock-knock jokes because they're safe. Like, that's what you want somebody to do for an hour? Kevin Hart made comedy Disney for the world. He's the highest-grossing comedian of all time. He went in there and just kept it short and sweet. And Kevin is funny. Yeah. His yeah. first couple stand-ups, no, of I, course. I, I, like yeah. Ke- I like Kevin Hart. Yeah. But I, now I get what you're saying. But he... but. But that's what kind of Dave's point too is like, dog. If you know Kevin, like he was like, if you know Kevin, this motherfucker doesn't do shit. Right. Like, he he did have yeah, an the, affair uh, with yeah, his wife. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's common knowledge. Like yeah. we know this already. Yeah. Um. And then he cheated again. Right. With yeah. His, but. Yeah. But he's you know t- what? <laughs> 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 you know what's funny about that? What? You know his stand up when he was like, you know, me and my girl, we use safety words. My mine is pineapple. He said it in that in the video, like yep. of him get bro. He's actually that is funny. That's funny. That's funny. Everything else, I you know, but that was funny. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, what I was saying, but like, uh, but the, Kevin does got some shit, but he definitely doesn't do like raunchy comedy. Yeah, so. no, 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 no. He's not like an Eddie Murphy raw. Richard Pryor is, yeah, the no. king of going too far. He's he's <laughs> he's he's of the elk of Bill, you know. Um, 
a little bit more edge to him than Bill, obviously. But when it comes to family friendly, I mean, he talks about sex, but yeah, you can bring your kids to this damn near. Like, ain't no other comedian except Kevin, at least black. I don't know too many white comedians. Comedians, Bill Burr. Bill Burr is raunchy though. Yeah, he's raunchy. <laughs> he's very raunchy. But um, no, nah, Dave is a genius, and I hate when people say this like we need to protect so and so at all costs. Well, we need to protect Dave at all costs, like for real, because he got everybody mad. Yeah, and I love it. I love that he could just say, "Well, I'm done. Have a good one. And go home <laughs> to his and, Asian wife and live his fucking <laughs> life, dog. Like that's man." Nigga ain't even got to put on a mask. He out there, barefaced it. Like, what's up? That motherfucker lives in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. On a farm. Shout out to Dave Chappelle, man. I, again. Sticks and stones out now. Sticks Netflix. and stones. Man. Netflix I, only. Damn. That's a great fucking stand-up, bro. <laughs> like, I'm thinking about all the stand-ups I've seen in my life. Martin, Eddie, uh, Jamie Richard, Fox. Jamie Foxx. Eddie Griffin. Eddie, Eddie Griffin. Um... Even the shit I seen live when I was working at the um, improv. Improv. I seen the Wayans brothers. Uh, That's pretty safe though. Pops. Uh, oh, you, uh, I think I seen phone? Pops. I think I think I was there. I know Orlando Jones was there. Jonathan took a picture. I of seen him. Tommy Davidson. I know he was good. <laughs> bro, yes, he's great. Um, I'm running things. <laughs> shout out to Tommy yeah, Davidson. Bro. Tommy. <laughs> yeah, Oscar Proud. Proud snacks. Um, but yeah, man, what Dave does is like it's damn near a form of like poetry or some shit. It's just it's, I don't know, bro. It's something different. He's good. He's in the class he's all so by himself. Yeah. He's you know what I'm saying. He up there with like Hove to me. You know what I'm saying. Like showmanship wise. Like yeah, like, like all that package. Complete. Can't take nothing away from him. Complete. But um, let me get off his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate his shoes. They just they say something negative so you don't get too positive on them. Uh, the outfit was horrible. I'm tired of, tired of the jumpsuits. Yeah, yeah that shit go. was bad. I don't know what he was thinking, but that I mean, was Dave Chappelle. Yeah, fuck it. He don't. Yeah, you know it's probably <laughs> like nigga, I'm, I'm flying in a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, speaking of which, did you see that? Um. Kanye and Dave. Went to Ohio, Dayton, to throw that little concert. Well, not little concert for the uh, victims and family and friends and the community of the people who got shot in Dayton. Oh, I didn't see that. No. Yeah. Um. I know. Did you see the clip of them singing him "Happy Birthday"? Yes. I think that was all the same. Same time. Yeah. Okay. So they went out there, put on a show for the people, and uh, that's where that little clip of Kanye on the oh. shit came. That from. Kanye joke was good though. Oh yeah, he, he was like, Kanye in there. yeah. Uh, see where Kanye was was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like that you know he takes jabs at his friends too. Like nobody's off limits. Nobody's you know what I'm saying? Limits. Like if you did some some shit, like I got to talk about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, I appreciate that because that's just honesty. You know what I'm saying? And that MAGA has shit with gay. I know. Fuck. I know. Okay. They hurt a lot of people. It hurt. You know. Okay. I know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, but I'm sure they talked about it, and oh. they was like, "No, nah, nigga, you still got to get it." And, oh yeah, I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? Like they're on. I mean, they're like friends. So yeah, he probably like, yeah. he probably would have like called him. Was like, "Bro, what is this?" Yeah, 
Knowing Kanye, he probably hasn't heard it. Speaking of Kanye, um, Pusha T just released uh, two new tracks this week. Yeah. Sociopath. Chris went bananas. And um, Coming Home. Came out just in time to to him to stop daydreaming about Big Sean all day. Hey, <laughs> I, I think the music's going to have a, a little legendary run again, bro. Because Ye is rumored Ye is dropping an album. You know, he's always dropping an album, supposedly, that yeah. comes out. But this one, Kim released the track list. Yeah, I saw the picture, yeah. Uh, God is King or Lord, uh, some along Sounds like a gospel album, yeah. It's probably going to be more his Sunday services mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. But did you get a chance to listen to that Yandi shit that leaked? No, I didn't do it yet. I listened to it. Um, of course, uh, for people who don't know or are not savvy, Leaks are ideas that are not finished. So a lot of the songs that are on Yandy or Yandy, however you want to pronounce it, that's on the YouTube leak. It's about a 30 minute album. Um, a lot of the songs aren't complete. Like there's some verses where he's mumbling and just got auto tune on his voice and just doing runs and shit. But conceptually, the ideas are there. So if he would have finished them and how he would have finished them or whatever, I think it would have been it would have been a redeeming album from Ye. Cause I know a lot of people didn't fuck with Ye. As far Ye is how do people say it? Like his his worst album is y'all's best album type thing. That's kind of what Ye was for me. Um But of course when you get graduation, late registration. My beautiful dark twisted yeah, fantasy. You won't watch the throne. Like when you get these type of efforts from him, like something like Ye seems like he didn't Minuscule. really care. You this? know what I'm saying? Yeah. But again, Ye had didn't even like Jesus. You love Jesus, but oh, Jesus is. But so, but you remember when that came out. People, didn't yeah, like, a lot of people that. didn't under, yeah. not understand, but they weren't open to it. I don't want to say they understand. Like Jesus was on some cyberpunk shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it was on like all minimalist. You know? Yeah. It was yeah yeah I like that album. I love that album actually but um yeah I'm just interested actually I'm just happy that he's still interested in doing music because he he doesn't have to do music you yeah. know what I'm saying um, for a while I thought he wasn't going to yeah make it. and it was scary because yeah. he's kind of like a lifeline to me for this music shit like mm-hmm. if he ain't doing nothing I feel like I ain't got no like real inspiration yeah, out here regardless of how you feel about him yeah he's very important to the game very very important to the game very 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 um uh but yeah Pusha T got uh Lauren uh Lauren Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill. <laughs> shout out to Lauren Lund. she was late to the uh the recording yeah probably <laughs> But she sounds great. Um, the beat was cool. There was another minimalistic type beat for me, expect coming from Ye. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's still great songs. Uh, the the campaign that Pusha T is, um, running behind this song is like trying to get like three strikers like that reformed and all that shit. Trying to get them out and all that, which is um applaudable Pusha T has been doing this reform shit as well one of the people that don't get talked about as far as the hip-hop community goes and his efforts in trying to get people home it's always either like Jay or Meek Kim even climbed up the totem pole as well as far as the justice reform shit goes but um yeah shout out to Pusha T oh he said that um 
He's working on a new album's coming. Yeah. So far, every song is produced by Ye. Yeah, he said so far. And uh, as it stands is what as he said. Stand, yeah, 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 so I'm super excited to hear that again. That just means a lot of Ye production, though. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they had shit left over from... Oh, um, you know, uh, he, he has is, he has archives on archives. Bro. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> Take a pick. I like honestly, we I have archives now, I and mean, I didn't have a stock of music before, but now I do. It's just all a matter of getting these shits mixed. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that type of shit though. Um, yeah, that's the type of shit I like to hear. I want to hear from Sahai. I'm curious to see what Big Sean's gonna do with this album. Um, I'm, Tiana's been doing a lot of features lately. Yeah, um, killing that shit. She's also doing videos. Uh, yeah, oh. I'm interested in good music, and I'm interested in um, um, that Vince Staples uh, TV show. Yeah, did you watch it? Yeah, what you think? The barbershop. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. That shit was fire, bro. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that shit was tight. I like that shit. Um, I subscribed and all that. I was like, yo, I want to know every time one of these episodes. Bro, he drop. is funny. He's funny and he's creative. Yeah. Like I love his tables, man. I like the I like how he didn't just have like a regular hood fight that you would expect yeah. in the like it was on some like Cuz when he hit John him on a pool table I was like he's going to grab that pool stick. He never did it. Yeah. I was like, "Okay." Yeah, it was it was uh it was fire. I like that shit. Um what is it called? The Vince Staples show. Oh yeah, okay. I thought it was some some deeper than that. But no, that's no. I like it. Fire. And the other day he tweeted, thanks to all 12 of my fans. 15. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. No, nah, that shit did. Excuse me. That shit was doing numbers. Yeah, no, but he always makes fun of himself. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, Jeezy dropped his album. Did you hear it? Yeah, let's do it. Mm. It's time. We got to have a talk. <laughs> we got to have a talk. We, Miles. We can end on this one for sure. Miles, you already know how niggas feel about Jeezy, man. Oh, I know. First, like his first four albums are almost unmatched. Um, Early Jeezy bananas, man. I just listened to them boys got uh, that that verse is iconic. <laughs> yeah, take it too long to lock up, up bring you back. back. You were short anyway, so bring, bring a stack. stack. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't need no. I ain't had to open up, up a whole thing ninety four. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, that but yeah, no, that's that, so hard though. No, that that yeah, song's hard. But yeah. uh boy, Bad Boy South lasted for two seconds and so that shit sputtered. Black Entertainment was I think a subdivision of that. Right. So Young Jock, Gorilla Zoe, but yeah. it didn't last long, you're right. Yeah, it didn't. That was like that two thousand six, seven yeah, era. Man. But um That's a hard song. I don't know exactly what happened. I wanna tread lightly because I still Why? Cause you can't ban a snowman. You don't have to ban him. What are you banning for? That's you know that was a slogan. He's on the shirt for the shirt. Yeah, but he still kills guest verses. Um, look, trap or die. Man, everybody knows. Come on, like everybody knows. You go from trap or die into thug motivation. Everybody knows. Uh, then you drop one hundred two. Then you drop the recession. Then you drop one hundred three. What are you talking about? He dropped the inspiration second. Inspiration, yeah. Then I'm the sorry. recession. Yeah, recession. Then 103. No. Yeah. That's the word. Hold on. After recession, it was uh, 103. Was it? Hold on, y'all. We. Uh, I'm feeling old right now, so hold we're on. We're fact checking, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Hey. Okay, well, what do you got to say, man? 
he made immaculate albums and now it's like he can't catch a fucking break. I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, you're right. Hustler's ambition was TM103. Hustler's ambition yeah. was 2011. Oh, that's why it was three years later. So I thought there was one in between. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. But I don't know. But Jeezy is he's trying to switch gears, be more business minded, business savvy. I get that. But and he's married. No, he's not married. I thought he's married to an Asian woman. No, they just started dating. Oh, okay, gotcha, like officially. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I didn't know Jeezy was that old either. He's like forty one. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's up there, bro. I mean, she's forty. She looks good for forty. I mean, Jeezy looks good for forty one. Oh no, and uh, when he lost weight. Lost oh weight. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got his little teeth fit. He got his veneers. Yeah. yeah. Ti Ti veneers. Yeah, but um, it's just it's weird. When our, our when those street artists like when the when them when them niggas that's gonna give you that inspiration like uh-huh. when Gucci got out of jail and did that whole I'm happy that Gucci changed his life around because nobody wanted to see Gucci end up oh that was like one jail. of the first episodes I'm very happy for yeah Gucci. but he's not making and it's not even I know you have to be in that mindset to make that type of music but there's ways you can elevate from that. And make better art. We seen. So you don't like none of the new Gucci shit. That first album he made when he got out of jail. That that's pretty much where the buck stops for me. So you like that one? And after yeah, that, it was kind of yeah. That the the buzz kind of died off for you. Yeah, not because look, because I'm gonna keep it a buck. I like Gucci for what I like Gucci for. Right. So if Gucci's no longer serving me, that I'm not dissing them, but. It just you, you know you you're you're catering to someone else at this point. Yeah, and then like you said, I mean his lifestyle's different. Yeah, and so. I and I appreciate that. Of course, I don't want like when Jeezy was like eight hundred pounds or whatever. He was making some of the best music I ever heard, but at the same time, like you only got two options, and luckily he went to jail. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, so, um, Jeezy, I get moving away from who we know you to be. But this is kind of the same, the same problem I had with Ross naming his new his latest effort, um, Port of Miami Two, because it didn't even feel like that. It didn't. It was something different, and I would have, I would have just, I would have liked for him, and I'm a, a, a just a critic at this point, but you know, I would have liked for him to. The album is good. Like I like Ross's new album. Like that song. Like I said, that song with Gunplay, fucking bananas. I love it. But you summoned the sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I would not. In, I'm not, I wouldn't have put that. He could put a different name and you would have fallen. Yeah. yeah. Would. It would have been perfect. It just doesn't sound like a sequel. It doesn't sound like a sequel. Yeah, sequels are hard, man. Yeah. For albums. Food and Liquor too, though. Was that that was a good follow up for Food and Liquor? What did you say? Yeah, but. Even though he put but out, but Lupe a, didn't really change his sound that much. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I mean, Lupe's gonna Lupe, um, and then I and, mean, and some of his best work is the one albums that no one listened to. Yeah, that's which true. was that one. Yeah, um, and then that Tetsuo on Youth one. Yeah, that's a good album, but no one listened to it. Um, I mean, this is what okay. I the only example I can really go off of here, like straight sequel. I, I was gonna say the, the late registration and stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's Elevation rare. and growth. That's rare. You know what I'm saying? The way because those were those were it was supposed to be a trilogy, right? Which a lot of a lot of people's albums are just albums, right? right. They don't have like any influence uh, on the next one, right? So, but that one was like structured with like, the college theme, and then right, 
everything. But if you name some shit, the, I, again. <clears throat> I can also do another one. What? Because Little Brother came out this week. Oh, yeah. We can talk okay. about that in a minute. Because what, the minstrels? Yeah, so the minstrel show, this album that just came out is a direct follow-up from the minstrel show. Mm-hmm. And it, well, people that don't know the oh, you saw that? I saw you retweet that tweet that somebody was like, "Why does Fonte sound like Drake or whatever?" Oh, I want to, I want to uppercut that person <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I think they were just trolling though. Probably. Uh, if you didn't know, Drake when Drake first came out, he li- listed Fonte as one of his biggest influences, and you can definitely tell. That's a if you know Fonte, like yeah. you could definitely tell. But um, again, and you know, I sh- you know, I love my, my North Carolina people. So, uh, Jeezy's album is. From what I heard of it, don't don't let me sit here and act like I heard the whole thing. No, it's not terrible. No, it's not. It's, but I just wouldn't have named it. TM104? Yeah, after that. My thing with it, though, also, it's way too long. 18 songs? Yeah. Way too long. Yeah. And, and also, the songs are not short. They're like three to four minutes. He's still making, like, structured, like, yeah. two bar, three, I mean, so, three verses. And the ver- yeah. when you first start it, it's very boring. Yeah. There's, there's, there's always joints on there. Don't right. get me wrong. Jeezy still has some shit. Right. It's just like... I listen to it once. And I'm like, I don't really have a desire to listen to it again. Right. I feel like certain artists break a certain formula, bro, and it's hard to get back to it. Like yeah. Justin Timberlake put out Justified and Future Sex Love Sounds, and then he went, oh, the 2020 experience. That was still pretty different, though. Yeah, but it it was still he still had a yeah. There was still you know. He still, you then just, he went and did this man on the. You, the, on you the, hated that shit, boy. You could not. But stand. you don't understand. Oh, I got it. <sighs> Sorry. Another phone call. Hello. Uh, I can't complain. I'm just doing the podcast right now. This is my brother Vince. Hey, this is brother Vince. <laughs> 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 Can I give you a call back? Is this important? Okay. Is that Eminem? I can barely hear it. I can barely. It sounds like Eminem. Is that Eminem rapping? I don't know. Can I? Let me. Uh, I don't know. I gotta Google it. Do right. right. Google's B? <laughs> He's definitely five ants. Uh, <laughs> I got another call, y'all. I'm sorry. Goodness gracious! Popular tonight, as always. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Uh, nice. we're doing the podcast on, right now. We're getting this on air. They heard you. No, you're good. Everything's fine. Y'all, they don't even know who I'm on the phone with. The girl. Oh yeah. Hey, there, there we go. go. <laughs> at the <laughs> at the yeah. Um, we're meeting at the uh, hotel at ten. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to call you earlier, but um, your phone was going straight to voicemail. I don't know if you. Oh, okay. You know she popping, bro. I have lost you. Not yet. Ah, 
yeah, this is where we can go. Oh, I was just playing. I was just playing. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dalton. Uh, so yeah, we'll um, see you. Hey, we'll see I'll see you tonight. Yeah, we'll we'll see you. We'll see. It no, it's my friend Rich. Rich girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means it's yes, Dalton's girlfriend is going to be there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Gonna there's be, plenty. Yeah, gonna yeah. Be, uh, don't worry about that. You didn't, uh, you didn't ask me if, if my girlfriend was gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, probably off air. Yeah, let's talk about it off air. Uh oh. <laughs> but anyways, I don't have a girlfriend. V. You don't remember this? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this. Hold up. Live on the air. I was being sarcastic because I thought you were, you would have been like. Oh, whoa, wow. whoa, whoa, we whoa. This is great content. I just like that song. I like that sample that they use. Yeah, that sample is great. So I like it. And I think about it often because I wish I made it. I wish y'all could see Chris's face right now. I need you. More than ever. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. He's nah. good. I was good. Trust me. Nah, we not. We moving forward, applicably. Oh shit! All right. I see. Okay, we got that. All right. Let me get off here for some inappropriate. Bring that camera. Hey, how you doing, sir? What he say? Hey, how you doing? Oh, okay. That's what's up. All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you. We'll <laughs> we'll see you soon. Bye. Wow. <laughs> Got flamed up. I did. <laughs> Anyways, I don't even know what we were talking about before. Look, <laughs> I want, bro. We have to get Vince up here. <laughs> As much as I don't want to, yeah, we do. We have to get him <laughs> up here, bro. Like, matter of fact, just get Bounty Brothers up here. This ain't Alex. Yeah. Uh, but you know, there's some family, family it's... drama going on right now. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. So, never mind. At Oklahoma, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I, there's something happening out there. Did I tell you what happened? Uh, probably. Yeah. Well, maybe. We do, well, I'm not gonna air out your family business. Right. No. 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 We ain't gonna do all that. <laughs> we only air out these uh, women that are no good. They did. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. We were talking about music though. Um, I don't care anymore. Okay, <laughs> I gotta pee. Um, nah, but honestly, I just I don't like it when artists name shit after something they did prior and they don't deliver on that because or has uh, nothing to do with it. That's like um, I don't know. Uh, shit, it's like something that shouldn't happen. I was trying to think of like Batman. Doing something that Batman wouldn't be did, but <laughs> okay, shouldn't have done. Anyways, um, I don't know what else we got. What else? Nah, that's pretty much it for this week. Took a phone call. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it though. Honestly, like, there's nothing really else to talk about. I'm um, trying to think if there. And then we still gotta. Oh, you know what? We never week. talked about that. I sent the group chat that I just want to. Address. Address what to our listeners. Okay, this is the last thing. Give me a second. Mm. I got to find. If 
Thought you had it on the tip of your tongue. No, I know what it is, but I want to read the quote. Oh, you want to go verbatim? Yeah. But what is it about? Remember when I sent that shit to the group chat about the dude making cornflakes because he thought. <laughs> oh, you never brought that up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's shit. That's okay. I just okay. don't know where. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, you were like, I remember you, you like, y'all, y'all believe this shit? <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird. It's a weird. Let me see. You can't look at the media in your group chat? You know, I, I delete all my messages now. Uh, what are you trying to hide, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> the the federalis. The federalis on your boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm in that weird place where it's so cold, but I, so I don't know if I have to pee because it's cold or I really have to pee. You probably really have to deal with the bathroom. You. Where the fuck is it? I can't find it. God damn it. Long story short, apparently the guy who made cornflakes did it for, uh, what was it? To uh, keep people from having sex or masturbating or some shit? Yeah, it was something to do with a sexual thing. It was. I'm going to find it, man. But you take too long. Hey, just give me a second. We're, scrolling. We're on a time crunch, Chris. I know. I still got to get ready and shit. Uh, yeah, it's 8-12. Yeah, I know. I can read, Nick. Uh, you know, fuck it. I'll when I find it, I'll uh, bring it up on the uh, next episode of Keeping Up. Um, yeah. All right. Anyways, fuck. That pissed me off. Shit. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. Okay. Well, we get it on the playlist as always. Yeah, let's get it. And then uh, that'll be it from us this week. And then we're going to record a special episode. All right. So this week, while Chris goes to the bathroom, uh, you know we've been on our producer wave uh, lately. Uh, we've been doing um, all producer playlists, um, you know, doing like some normal cuts, deep cuts of producers and the songs they produced. Um, some songs you may know, some songs you may not. Um, this week, uh, we did a producer by the name of Danger. All right. Um, a lot of, he's not a, a super... Popular name, but I promise you, you definitely heard of him. He's very important to the game. He, he co-produces almost everything with Timbaland. And Timbaland is highly influenced by his sound. So you've heard him without knowing you've heard him, right? So um, basically, we're going to do a Danger one to introduce, you know, Danger to a you know a broader audience because uh, I feel like he should be represented uh, as one of the top producers because he does a lot of shit and he's done a lot of stuff that you definitely would know. So my five is always is um first I got Justin Timberlake, um the medley from Love uh Sex Future Love Sounds. It's a six minute song, it's like two songs. Um trust me, you'll know it when you hear it. Um I can't really explain it to you, but you'll know it when you hear it. It's on that album. Um it's the longest song on there I believe, but uh super jams on that one. <clears throat> Second, I got Nelly Furtado, Promiscuous. Classic. Uh, so this was a, that that whole year for Nelly Furtado was a big one. She had yeah. hits after hits. And, yeah. it, and Danger and Timlin did most of them. Yeah. Um, and then me and Chris talked about this next song, uh, which was DJ Khaled, We Taking Over. Hey, when it dropped, yeah. it had the city on fire, so. Yeah, this was a. A big song at the yeah, time, huge. and this is bef- 
this was like before DJ Khaled was like super huge. Yeah. But the Wayne verse on here, legendary, is is incredible. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, um, definitely iconic. Um, Akon does the hook. So this is like super two thousands. Right? Yeah. So, um, definitely. And then I got. You know why also super two thousands because. T.I.'s whole verse was him just naming states. Yeah, yeah, like, he did. Yeah, that was on some. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> ask him on the man in Dallas. But T.I.'s funny, bro. Uh, another one that fell off horribly. That one hurts though. That one hurts. Anyways, uh, um, and then I got Diddy Dirty Bunny. Yeah, yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, bananas. Yeah, bananas. That's a very interesting album in yeah, general. It is. Uh, it's a great uh, underrated, I believe. It is pretty underrated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this song is the beats crazy. Yeah, you'll definitely hear, hear the Timbaland influence, influence in it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But this is the thing about being a ghost producer: is it Timbaland's influence? I, that's what or I said. Is I said dangerous. I, I said that Timbaland was highly influenced by Dangerous Sound because they worked together for so long. Yeah, I because Danger, like you know. You know, no, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry, but I, either way, they work together. They they're very they're very like yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, and my last one is um, uh, Notorious B.I.G. from the Biggie duets. What you want featuring Jay Z? Underrated album. Post Thomas album. Yeah, it's th- fire. This is probably one of the best ever made. Yeah. Like as far as like after someone's passed away. Yeah. The features on here are incredible. They all fit. all the new production is great. Yeah. And it sounds like Biggie's there. It doesn't sound like an edit. It's right. really, it's really dope. Yeah, so, um, if you never heard Biggie duets, listen to it. For sure. Nasty girls fire. If Danger did that, that would have been on here five times. I love, <laughs> I love yeah. that song. Jazzy Faye did that. Yeah, I remember. Because yeah. he starts the Biggie duets. Yeah. Hey, um, I listened to uh, Field Mob the other day. That's a really great song, bro. I didn't like it Which growing one? up. Any other night. Bro, what? I didn't like it when I was a kid because I felt like it was too, like... You, you know I love Film Mob. Yeah, but so going back listening to it... Duh. Killed it, bro. Fire. I, let me finish what I was like, man. Yeah, and the dark-skinned nigga definitely is, was better than the other dude. Smoke? Yeah, the bald head dude was better yeah, than Any the other, other night, yeah. I'll be at home waiting on me. What's, What's going, going on? on? Any other night, I'll be waiting for a baby. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, that was your last one. That was my last one. Okay, donkey. It's your boy. Um, Do you remember what you picked? I got them right here. Yeah, I was distracted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um what's my number one? B. Uh, Ti. Tell him I said that. Um, this song is actually a sample uh, from yeah. a Christina Aguilera song, "Genie in a Bottle." Um, mm. Just for you. Guys, I didn't know. Which is awesome, though. Uh, yeah, Genie Bottle's Fire. Um, yeah, that's Genie in the Bottle. Yeah. Um, anyways, actually, Danger's like known for replaying shit that he did previously. Uh, one of the songs that you, oh, the song that you picked, What You Want. <clears throat> if you've really listened to it, the We Taking Over melody loop is in that beat as well. Okay. If you really listen to it. Okay. I study Danger Dog. It's something different about this nigga. Like <laughs> something different about him. Anyways, yeah. Um 
This song is off of T.I. versus T.I.P. I, I appreciated this album. You know, I know a lot of people didn't like it at the time. It was one that definitely would have had to grow on you. I'm yeah. definitely more of a T.I.P. fan than a T.I. fan. Uh, yeah, I think T.I.P. won that battle for me. But um, <laughs> love the beat. I love the aggressive, uh, aggressiveness of T.I. And I love Dangerous Diversity. Like, um, again, all the songs that Don picked and that I picked, it's, it's a range from pop to hip hop to like dance to like R&B, R&B. Yeah. R&B. So yeah. Um, tell him I said it. Yeah. You ready for your next one? Yeah, what's good? Lloyd Banks. I'm so fly. <laughs> there was one night <laughs> me and Jonathan were gaming, bro. And I played this instrumental like 45 times in a row, dog. Yeah. It just is. It's a like, I know everybody like you like Lloyd Banks. You don't like him, but just listen to the beat. It's a groove, man. Like, it, it's a groovy-ass rap beat. Like, I don't know what them niggas was on when they make this beat, bro, but it just, it it feels like some Boosie Collins shit or, like, some psychedelic shit. Like, it just feels funky to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, the fact that they, you know, Lloyd Banks rapped on it and it was a good song at the time. It's still a good song. Um, I just love that. I, I just love it. I love that beat so fucking much. One of the ones that, I go to for inspiration. I don't even try to remake that. Like, there's no way. Yeah. That's just something you have to appreciate for what it is. So, yeah. Lloyd Banks, I'm so fly. The hunger for more. Yeah. All right, you ready? This one's a big one for you. What's up? I think you can guess this one. It's a big one. It's from JT. Damn. Sexy back. Hey, first smack back, got a nigga to back smack. Hey, look. Sexy back. I, undefeated. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, it's undefeated. Fat nigga, small nigga, bald nigga, any type of nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you go fuck with sexy back. That's like our, that's that's men's bad bitch, bad bitch anthem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's what sexy back is for me. Like, I'm bringing sexy back. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Motherfuck. He had the little guitar effect on his voice and yeah. shit like y'all don't know how inspirational that 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 future sex love sounds album is like future sex love sound the, every song was parts like had two parts because yeah. future sex and then love sounds so majority of every song on the album was a two-part song which was unthinkable at the time like it wasn't unthinkable some people were doing two-part songs i, lo- I love that album though yeah like it's, the, it's it's a it's the a concept a four thing the album, album cover yeah everything about it all that shit i love it and um man just two was so good back then god damn <laughs> man like what the fuck <laughs> they don't even breed white boys like this no more i really think Don might be the last one like <laughs> they'll breed white boys like this nigga dance sing did a song with beyonce uh fucked with timbaland missy Pharrell was in NSYNC. Jay Z went on a whole tour with Jay Z, like yeah. NSYNC. Like he went from NSYNC to going on a tour with Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Who would have thunk it? Um, but yeah, sexy back fire. Oh, and girl, go ahead, be gone. Go to the back. Go ahead, be gone. VIP. That's danger though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be stuck here all day on sexy back. What's the next one? Uh, that like Furtado say it right. <laughs> And we got two Nelly Furtados. I don't even got to say nothing about this song, man. Like Dalton already said, um, that was a big year for her. Yeah, she was on the wave. Promiscuous. That song, the little beef song they made. I think she was beefing with Fergie. I 
think Justin was beefing with Prince. <laughs> and, um, Crazy times. Uh, Timbaland was beefing with Scott Storch at the time. I forgot what that song was called. Fuck. I'm, um, I can't think of it right now. But, yeah, anyways, um, again, just out of this world type of production. Like, um, Timbaland already was who he was going to be. I think Danger just came in and amplified that. And um, yeah, they made some timeless, timeless records. Like, I was listening to Handsprung today. They called me Big Ellie. <laughs> Big Ellie. <laughs> I was like, damn, Yuck. this shit kind of, this shit kind of not. I mean, yeah, oh I don't really God. like LL Cool J's rapping ability on there. Yeah. But he popped that hoe off, though. Yeah. <laughs> they called me Big It's iconic. Yeah. Everybody knows it. Yeah, everybody, everybody knows, knows it. it. You know what I'm saying? Um, what made me go back and listen to it because I was watching the episode of Entourage oh, okay. and they played it, you know, yeah. going to the club or whatever. But gotcha. yeah, um, uh, say it right, right, say it right, what? say it right, yeah, say it right, yeah. Uh, shout out to Nelly Potato. Um, if anybody out there, any of our fans, our beautiful fans, if any of y'all know if Nelly Furtado and uh, Haji Beats from Our Future is still dating, can you please uh, let us know because. That's an odd couple. And I just would like to know how they're doing. Do they have children? Are they married? How did it happen? Like, get Oprah over there or Gail or somebody. Shit. Get Gail. All right, you got one more song. What is it? Trey Song's Wonder Woman. (laughs) I ain't ain't got to say nothing about Tremaine, dog. Tremaine. 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 (laughs) I ain't got to say nothing that we already know. Um, At the time, I I wasn't a big Trey Song's fan because he was like, like arm, like he wasn't cool R and B. Like he was that. I want my girl back R and B. I can't explain the type of R and B he was making, but it wasn't for me. I don't know. But when I heard this, I was like, "Oh, this nigga might be on to something." Mm-hmm. And then you have to think at for that time, niggas. That beat was different for that time, bro. Yeah. Like I don't even. It, it didn't work the way it was supposed to. I don't think. But go back and listen to Wonder Woman and just realize how far danger was into like now as far as production goes um he's always been forward thinking but um that beat that's that was like some alien shit though like anyone anyone's supposed to have that i don't know where he got that from <laughs> danger throwing one he threw no i'm not saying trey was supposed to i'm saying danger wasn't he was supposed to make that shit yeah. like where you get that from hey mm-hmm. what happens mm-hmm. that's all of them mm-hmm. that's 10 yeah, I like this one. This was actually our most difficult playlist to put together, just because um, Danger is considered a ghost producer. So yeah, everything that he did, Timbaland did. So it's like uh, he had his hands in it, though. That's yeah. the main point. So next, well, next week, well, the next gonna, full episode. Next full episode, we're going to do. Um, our civil, 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 how you say it? Civil rivalry. You want, that's what you want to do next? Civil yeah. rivalry? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll do an actual stepbrother one, um, theme one, which is basically uh, Jay Z and Kanye. Yeah. Either Jay Z on Kanye production or one they rapping together. Yeah. And uh, it should be a good one. That's going to be hard to make 10 songs, but we'll I already do it. know. <laughs> well, it's got to be on Apple Music. I don't think Brooklyn Go Hard. If that 42 soundtrack is on there, then Brooklyn Go Hard should be on there. I'll definitely check. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, that's gonna be our next one. And um do 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 do. All right, well all right, so just follow 
follow the podcast everywhere at Step Brothers Pod. Mm-hmm. Easy, easy does it. Um, I'm at the Danny Phantom. Uh, it's spelled F A N T O M. I'm just on Twitter, so that's where I'm at. And then uh, all the information's also in our bio on the whatever app you listen to. If you just scroll down, it'll have all the links, everything to our merch store, all that good stuff. Uh, Chris, what's your shit? Um, at Chris underscore minor on Twitter. Chris with a K. Yeah, Chris with a K. K R I S underscore minor, as in uh, diamond minor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, on uh, Twitter and IG. And um, yeah. Cool. And follow, follow Step Brothers Podcast. Thank y'all for listening. That's it. <laughs>